Needless to say, when life gets difficult, we could all use a little bit of a distraction sometimes. And certainly when you're struggling with unwanted, often unrelenting, intrusive thoughts, obsessive curiosity, and mental movies about your partner's past, a little distraction can actually be really valuable. In today's video, I'm going to share my top five distractions from retroactive jealousy. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been working with men and women from all over the world helping them overcome retroactive jealousy, helping them overcome obsessive jealousy, and save their relationships. If you'd like more information about my work or you'd like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. Okay, first off, right off the bat, very, very important uh, disclaimer for this video. I am not saying that simply distracting yourself will be the road to recovery from retroactive jealousy. It will not be. You cannot distract your way out of this problem. Overcoming retroactive jealousy can be somewhat complicated, and simply trying to distract yourself 24-7 will not work. This is not the way to gain permanent clarity, permanent peace of mind with regard to your partner's past. If you want to know the active steps that you can start taking today to start overcoming retroactive jealousy, I would strongly encourage you to click the link in the description of this video at the very top for a link to my free four-part mini-video course on getting started overcoming retroactive jealousy. I'll send you a number of videos over the course of one week that will help you get started. So all that throat clearing out of the way, I also wanted to mention that sometimes a little distraction can go a long way. I often tell people, don't go from being obsessed with your partner's past to becoming obsessed with overcoming your partner's past. In other words, sometimes people sign up for my online course, Get Over Your Partner's Past Fast, and they'll tell me that they binged the entire course, for example, in one day. Now it's over 11 hours of content, so that's too much, frankly. That's too much information to take in at once. And though overcoming retroactive jealousy takes some work, takes some perseverance, takes some focus, takes some dedication, you also need to keep living your life and don't become obsessed with overcoming this problem. In other words, make it a priority, but don't make it your only priority through your day. So my top five distractions from retroactive jealousy. Number one, one of my favorites, is simply physical exercise. I think the reason people love exercise so much, or at least most people love exercise, or at the very least even just watching sports on television, is the same reason they love meals so much, good meals, and the same reason they love sex so much. All of these activities plant you firmly in the present moment. They all increase our presence, even if momentarily. If you're enjoying a mind-blowing meal, you're probably not thinking about the past and you're probably not thinking about the future. If you're having incredible sex with your partner, you're probably not thinking about the past, hopefully, and you're probably not thinking about the future. And the same goes for getting involved in some kind of sport you enjoy or some kind of physical exercise. I am by no means an expert on fitness. <laughs> it would be ridiculous for me to portray myself as that. I am not. But one thing that I have learned about fitness is I think you have to find something you enjoy. I don't think it's going to be sustainable over the long term if you're torturing yourself every day or every other day, doing some activity that you feel like you should do, but it's absolute torture. So I think you should find something you enjoy, but I also think you should stay committed and persistent, even in moments when you don't necessarily enjoy it. To give you some examples, in my early days, I was a runner. The first time I went on a big weight loss binge, I lost a lot of weight and I was running all the time. Today, 15 years later, something like that, I have a bad knee. I was in a motorcycle crash and I have a bad knee. So running would not be very much fun for me at all. That would probably be kind of torturous. What do I enjoy? I love swimming. Swimming is a big thing for me. I, I love to swim. I love lifting weights. I like riding a bicycle. 
I found other activities that I actually really enjoy. And thus, the fact that I enjoy them helps to make them more sustainable. So if you're stuck, if you don't know where to start looking for some excuse or some reason to exercise, start trying different activities. Find at least one you like and stay committed to it. There are endless, endless, endless benefits when it comes to physical exercise, many of which you probably already know. Increased strength and stamina for one, lower risk of diseases and premature death, increased mood, elevated mood, lower risk of depression and anxiety, yada, 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 it goes on and on. There are endless and myriad benefits to exercise, and it's one of the very best distractions from retroactive jealousy. Of course, I'm not a physician. This is not medical advice. Consult your physician before you try something new. Another distraction from retroactive jealousy, something new and fun with your partner. Now that might sound really glib, but I wanted to include something fun in this list because retroactive jealousy can often feel so damned heavy. Retroactive jealousy can often cast a pall over the relationship. Retroactive jealousy can often result in your mood going down as well as your partner's mood going down. So needless to say, all this heaviness, all this doom and gloom is going to take a tremendous toll on the health and the vitality of the relationship. So if you can include something fun, just something playful in the relationship on a regular basis, I think that'll go a long way. You can get creative with this. You can go to a stand-up comedy show. You can watch one of your favorite movies. You can play a new board game. You can go to some fun new activity, some new mini golf or some bowling or something. Something new, something fun. Make time for that on a regular basis. Don't underestimate the crucial importance of having fun and making time for play in any relationship. And in many ways, I think this becomes even more important when you're struggling with retroactive jealousy. Distraction number three is learning something new. Now, again, this might sound glib in general. I'll be more specific. I spent seven years in university and I was a, basically a full-time student for about seven years. And I was always learning. And a couple of years ago, I realized that I wasn't learning as much as I wanted to. Keep in mind, this is years after I was done from university. So I didn't have any structure in my general education. And education doesn't have to stop when we graduate from high school or when we graduate from college or you know, complete our master's degree or anything else. Education should be, I believe, an ongoing lifelong project. So I actively started thinking about things new that I'd like to learn, new topics or subjects of interest or skills, something new that could keep me focused, that could keep me motivated over the long term. To give you an example, right now I'm completing a certificate from a Canadian university in cognitive behavioral therapy. So I've been interested in cognitive behavioral therapy for many, many years. I've read many books, I've done a lot of studying, but I wanted to kind of formalize my education in this field. So I signed up for an adult continuing education course. I'm also reading a ton of books on Russian and Soviet history. I realized that I'm a big history nerd, but that was one particular area that I didn't have as much knowledge as I wanted. So I've been reading all kinds of books over the past few months about Russian history. These are just examples, but I would suggest you think of something new either a new hobby or a new talent, a new skill, a new book, something new you want to learn. It can be a great way to remind yourself that education should be a lifelong process. Distraction number four is really, really important, and it's kind of related to the last thing that I mentioned. Distraction number four is come up with a new mission or at least a new set of goals for yourself that don't have anything to do with your partner. Think hard about your mission as a man or a woman. Why are you here? Now, this is an enormous topic. It's very complicated. So if that sounds really intimidating, which it is, frankly, for all of us, at the very least, think of some new goals that you could set for yourself relating to things that are important to you. So for example, for me right now, 
I have certain uh, creative goals, certain, you know, I'm working on a new book right now, for example. I just put out a new course on my channel. I'm making these videos all the time. I'm responding to emails. I'm doing coaching calls. I have some really ambitious creative and professional goals. I also have educational goals. As I just mentioned, I have some fitness goals. I don't think you want to get too ambitious here. You don't want to have a, a page of like 50 goals, but come up with a solid list of some certain and specific things that you want to accomplish that have nothing to do with your relationship. It's a great distraction from retroactive jealousy. And ironically, it will also be great for your relationship. I would imagine your partner wants to be with someone who's ambitious, hardworking, self-motivated, and all these things. They're extremely attractive qualities in men or women. So setting independent goals can be a great way to distract yourself from retroactive jealousy. And by the way, this will actually also help you overcome retroactive jealousy in the long run. My final tip or my final distraction from retroactive jealousy involves reconnecting with friends or family members who maybe you've lost touch with recently or you haven't been spending as much time with. Take steps to broaden your base of social support because a lot of the time people in relationships look for all of their social support and they try to get all their social needs met by one person. They're looking to their partner on some level to be their entire social life. And needless to say, this can work maybe for a little while very, very early on but certainly at the very least over the long term, it's not healthy for the relationship, it's not healthy for you, it's not healthy for your partner. And broadening your base of social support can be extremely helpful when you're facing any challenge in life, whether it's a challenge like retroactive jealousy or anything else. I'm not saying you necessarily have to speak to your friend or to your family members about retroactive jealousy. That's obviously up to you. That's not what I'm suggesting. But simply making that time to broaden your base of social support, to have conversations with people you care about, can help ease some of your anxiety, I think, on some level. Because I think a lot of retroactive jealousy sufferers feel, maybe it's subconscious, but they may feel that their partner is their entire social life. And if they lost their partner, they lose their entire social life. So broaden your base of social support. It's a great way to help you. It's a great way to distract yourself from retroactive jealousy in certain moments. And again, it'll actually help you overcome retroactive jealousy in the long term. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.